Welcome to the Campus Christian Fellowship Podcast for the University of Iowa, Iowa State University, and the University of Northern Iowa. Today we're going to talk about 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Now, I've had a lot of difficulty trying to figure out what to say about this chapter. In some ways, it feels like the first half of chapter 11 really belongs with chapter 10, and the second half of chapter 11 is like the intro to chapter 12. And so it makes me want to like go back to last week and have talked about chapter the first half of chapter 11 then, and then wait till next week to talk about chapter 12. But there's still some things that need to be talked about here, I think by themselves. And so we'll try to isolate and focus in on those. We're not necessarily going to go through the whole chapter and read every single verse, but we're going to try to hear what Paul's message is to the church in this point. And I think this is a difficult chapter to preach for me because it just feels like this frustration boiling over in Paul because of the way that he's seen others treat this church and the messages they've brought to this church and the way that they've tried to manipulate and change this group of people that he dearly loves, that he cares about, that he has gone through so much pain and turmoil and tears. And and there's people that are trying to take away what this church has and and send it towards something else, somewhere else. And and so let's just read some of the text, and let's just hear kind of Paul's frustration in this and see what's going on here. This is chapter 11, uh, starting with verse 1. I hope you will put up with a little of my foolishness, but you already are already doing that. I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy. I promised you to one husband, to Christ, so that I might present you as a pure virgin to him. But I am afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the Spirit's cunning, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. For if someone comes to you and preaches a Jesus other than Jesus we preached, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with it easily enough. But I do not think I am the least inferior to those super apostles. I may not be a trained speaker, but I do have knowledge. We have made this perfectly clear to you in every way. We already see here in the first six verses of this chapter that Paul is frustrated because he's seen this church and he's helped start this church and he's cared for this church. And it seems like they're just hearing these other things and they're going, Oh wait. So Jesus was actually like that instead of like what Paul was talking about. Well, maybe we should hear about how Jesus was like that. And Oh, there's these other spiritual gifts or things that are happening. Like that we can have access to that, that sound way more impressive than what Paul is talking about. Well, let's go after those and let's try to display those and, and be about that stuff. Or and, and so Paul has heard about these impressive figures who've been coming to the church, who are good speakers, who maybe have a little bit extra wealth or pizzazz or something that makes them more attractive to the Corinthian church. And they start to go, well, maybe these people are preaching the real Jesus and the real gospel and, and have the real spiritual gifts. And, and so maybe we should just follow after them instead of Paul. And they start to doubt what Paul's been saying. And so Paul's just frustrated. 
because he's done so much for this church and he's cared so much for these people. And they're just chasing after things that he knows is going to ultimately lead to disappointment, to manipulation, to not having the things that God truly desires for them to have. And they're going to follow after this other stuff instead of following Christ. And so Paul's just very concerned and and I just hear his frustration bubbling over in these in these verses. Let's continue on uh, with verse 7. Was it a sin for me to lower myself in order to elevate you by preaching the gospel of God to you free of charge? I robbed other churches by receiving support from them so as to serve you. And when I was with you and needed something, I was not a burden to anyone. For the brothers who came from Macedonia supplied what I needed. I've kept myself from being a burden to you in any way and will continue to do so. As surely as the truth of Christ is in me, nobody in the regions of Achaia will stop this boasting of mine. Why? Because I do not love you? God knows I do. And I will keep on doing what I'm doing in order to cut the ground from under those who want an opportunity to be considered equal with us in the things they boast about. For such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen masquerading as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. It is not surprising then if his servants masquerade as servants of righteousness. Their end will be what their actions deserve. That's some strong language from Paul. That's a clear denunciation of, of these other teachers that have come into Corinth and the things that they've been saying. And man, I, I think we have something to hear from this verse as we look around church culture today and, and Christianity, that there, there are voices that seem to be more about themselves than about the gospel. They seem to be more about their own prosperity and the things that, that they can gain and, and health and wealth and, and these things that they try to put forward that if they can make people feel better about themselves and if they can make people feel like they have the chance to to gain more in this life, that all of that stuff is more important than what Christ has called them to. Because the thing about the message, the true gospel of Christ, is that it's hard uh, that Christ suffered while he was on earth and and he acknowledged and, and he let us know that that the call of christianity the call to follow after christ leads to suffering leads to pain leads to hardship leads to a lot of difficulty in this world and yet there's this great hope and what is to come and the fact that Christ has defeated death for us and the fact that Christ has showed us how to truly live and truly love one another and that that we can spread so much hope and love by following the model of Christ and that's really what we should be dedicating ourselves to not to the things that we can gain in this world but the things that are eternal the things that truly matter and helping people in pointing people to Christ in in what Jesus pursued while he was on here on earth the way that he healed people the way that he loved people the way that he served people the way that he died for all mankind 
that's the kind of life that we should be living and that's the kind of fruit that we should be seeing and and those that we choose to listen to and those that we choose to follow and so uh, simply my my advice from this passage and um the rest of the chapter is paul talking about his sufferings and the things he's gone through and essentially that if you should be boasting in anything if you should see see anything in people's lives it should be what should be pointed out is the amount of their suffering and that that really if anything makes someone special and and the reason that he was so hard in this point isn't necessarily because he's forecasting that for everybody that like those who suffer most are the ones who've done the greatest what he's trying to say is because his opponents were denouncing him because of his suffering they're saying if god really loved him he wouldn't let him suffer like this if god um cared about him if if he was following the right jesus and doing the right gospel then none of these problems would have been happening and paul's like whoa 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 actually the problems are the things that i can boast in the things that i can share is that i i care so much about christ that the rest of this stuff isn't that important that i can be beaten that i can be thrown in prison that i can endure shipwrecks and natural disasters and have all these crazy horrible things happen to me and yet still i preach christ because that's the most important thing Paul says, if I should be boasting in anything, I can boast in my sufferings. I can boast in my weakness because it's in my weakness that God is shown to be awesome. And so that's what Paul tries to emphasize here. And that's kind of what chapter 11 is about. It's that there are false teachers. There are false apostles that can come and and look really good and have a lot of things and and yet you don't see the true fruit in their lives you don't see them caring for the poor you don't see them lifting people up above themselves you don't see them doing the things that Jesus did on his earth which was not oriented about self importance it was oriented around others importance that christ was always lifting others up above himself and serving others and giving of himself dying for others and and so this is what we should think about when we choose who we're going to follow and listen to in this world and and so that there are going to be teachers um that are going to have good gospel messages and who are going to live out lives that look like Christ, that that follow what Christ has done, that do, as Paul said in 1 Corinthians, um, imitate me as I imitate Christ. That's the recommendation that we should have and, and about who we should follow. And so that's that's what Paul's trying to remind us of here. Look at people's fruit of their lives uh, before you decide about their message. Um, check it up against other things that are talked about in scripture. And and if it sounds like Jesus, if it looks like Jesus, if it's producing fruit like Jesus, those are the things that we should listen to, follow, pursue. But if you have someone who's giving a message that doesn't quite sound the same, or is more about self and prosperity and and how you can get the most out of this world and this life right now. And if what they're doing doesn't look like the things that Christ did, that's about self-promotion, it's about how important their ministry is and their personhood is, and those are the kind of people that 
that you shouldn't listen to because that's not the gospel of Christ. The gospel of Christ is is a gospel of self-sacrifice, is a gospel of caring for the least of these and not overlooking people and noticing people and spending time with the unloved and the unseen and the unknown. Jesus was hanging out with lepers, with the poor, with the weak and the meek of the earth. And those are the ones that he blessed. Those are the ones that he cared for. And that's, I think, a reminder um, to those of us that are ministers. It's a reminder to myself, a challenge, that if my life doesn't look like Christ, then my message isn't worth listening to. And so I expect you guys to apply the same kind of checks and balances to me. That if you're not seeing the fruit of Christ in my life, then please don't listen to my message. uh, Because I'm not someone worth listening to. So imitate me as I imitate Christ. But if I stop imitating Christ, then then stop imitating me. I think Paul would say the same thing. But here, like I said, he's frustrated. Because this church has started to just go after other things, worldly things. Things that are about self instead of self-sacrificial Jesus things. So make that a guide stick. Make that something that shows you what you should be pursuing, who you should be listening to. It's by their fruit that you'll know who they are and what they stand for. Hey, thanks for checking us out and spending some time with us this week. Quick reminder, if you're a student at Iowa State, University of Northern Iowa, or University of Iowa, we would love to connect you with a campus minister. So reach out to ccf.uiowa at gmail.com, and we will make sure we get you connected. Be sure to specify your school in an email. Additionally, if you have questions about anything you've heard today or anything that's on your mind, we would love a chance to answer that here anonymously. So you can also just drop a line there. Again, that is ccf.uiowa at gmail.com. We hope you have a great week, and please know that we are praying for you.